what the Lord has given me to share with you on today is actually our theme for 2022. He gave it to me to share with you on today that you might take it and run with it. Amen. And if you would stand, if you have the word on today. <coughs> Amen. The word of the Lord today from Romans chapter 10 and verse 9. The word of the Lord. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, For with the mouth man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The word of God for the people of God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to share with you from these passages of Scripture this morning a fresh a new in 2022. A fresh, a new in 2022. That's our theme for this year. A fresh, a new in 2022. God says he wants to do a fresh thing in your life. A fresh, a new, a new beginning in this new year. We're being challenged today. Even at this 16th day of the new year to put the old behind us and to march forward in faith moving forward putting him first and to do a new thing a new and a fresh a subtopic, if we were to go into a, a subtopic. God is challenging each of us in the area of confession. I wonder if there anybody who rem remembers from days old where someone would say confession is good for the soul. I believe somebody's heard that in your memory at some point. And confession is good for your soul. Now, you know, any preacher, when you talk about confession, somewhere along the line, they always want to use, for example, our Catholic brothers and sisters. I'm really trying to be careful not to go in that area, that we not be judgmental. Amen. Amen. Bible says we all have to give an account for the deeds done in our body. Whether you understood or you misunderstood. But the Bible says, anybody here know what the Bible says? The Bible says, let the wheat and the tare grow together. In the end, he will do the separating. Because he's going to make, he's going to give the understanding. But if we were to go in that venue, we know uh, about some that grown up in that area. You know about the confession, the uh, confession box 
we know what takes place in the in the confession box. But we thank God, we as Pentecostal believers, we believe what the Bible says about how we can come boldly to the throne of grace where we will find mercy in time of need. What my spiritual father taught us, taught me and Pastor Leslie some many years ago, uh, just uh, less than a week ago, we laid him to rest. We're praying for the family and the ministry. He taught us years ago that the altar is your friend. Sunday after Sunday, in the protocol of a worship experience, there is an altar appeal. When an invitation is extended to the believers and those attending a worship service to come to the altar, it's never meant to embarrass anyone to come to the altar like you are the biggest sinner. The world likes to make fun. Uh, there was a television show, I don't know if you all remember, talking about the biggest loser. Um, poke fun and what have you. Uh, but we realize there is no biggest sinner. If you really look at this thing, we are all sinners saved by grace. Had it not been for the grace and mercy of God, where would we be today? But looking in that area of confession, there was a time in this church, help me Elder Donnie, there was a time you didn't have to wait for an altar call. You came running to the altar to get what you needed from the Lord. You knew what you was in last week. You knew how you was slipping and dipping. You knew how you was messing up. It was by the grace of God you made it to the house of God, whether on Saturday or Sunday, to meet Jesus at this altar. It wasn't about the man or the woman of God laying hands on you, but it was Jesus that would meet you at the altar by faith to relieve you of that pain and anguish you were going through. It was by the blood of Jesus being applied to your soul to cleanse you, to wash you, to purify, sanctify, and to separate you from that sin that had entangled you. And we've been sharing for many years. It's not about what people may think about you when you come to the altar. Thank God you had a mind to yield to the spirit of God to come to the altar. You made a bold and intelligent decision to come to the altar to get what you need from the Lord. And by all means, this is not to come against any other way anyone else may deliver uh, however the spirit is leading 
in other services. You may hear from time to time, Pastor Leslie may say, you can get what you need from your seat. And that's all true. But sometimes you need to make an effort to get up out your seat and come to Jesus. People shared in their testimonies on today about having a come to Jesus experience. Uh, Once, because flesh was getting the best of them at the moment. But we're not talking about that now. A come to Jesus experience when you come to Jesus for yourself and receive what he has for you. Yes, you can trust and believe from your seat. And it's by the power of your faith you receive what you need from God. But sometimes it takes you making an effort of coming to him to get what you need. And forget the dumb stuff. Forget about what someone may be thinking about you. Why would you empower that person uh, uh, by what they think to hold you back from getting your healing and receiving your deliverance. When God has provided, we talked about God making provision. You're hungry. Remember, he said, I'm the living bread. There's a whole loaf of bread right here. And you can have what you need. But you're going to sit there because Sister so-and-so sitting behind you and she's going to say something. She's going to think something about me because I'm coming to the altar. Forget folks. Folks want to see you bound. Folks, they want to hinder you and they want to see you hindered. It's never been about folks in the first place. God wants to do something new and afresh in your life. So you got to get up from the seat of do nothing. Not just a physical seat, but a spiritual seat. You got to get up and get what you need from God. Somebody say, I'm going to another level. Well, on every level, there's a new devil. So forget another level. I'm going to a new dimension. I'm going to another place. Everything you experienced in 2021, it was then, but thank God for his grace and mercy, he has brought you to now. And now we're walking by faith and not by sight. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it come into the hearts of men. So it's nothing but a fallacy of what people so-called are thinking about you. Forget about what people are thinking about you. I know uh, our brother was sharing earlier about in the workplace, you got to be careful about what you say. Uh, uh, Yeah, we understand. We uh, We have to do what we have to do in the workplace, but I'm so glad the word of God supersedes even that. And you're still decent and in order. The Bible says, let your light so shine before all men. That men and women will see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. 
So when your light is shining for the Lord, you can be in the midst of doing what you're supposed to do at the job per excellence. God wants you to perform in a excellent way, even in the workplace. I've experienced even on this past week where I was in a training mode with someone, not even going to call names, but I seen how a training uh, mode was transformed into a time of witnessing and sharing where that person was being ministered to. They were being ministered to in healing and a deliverance was going forward and there was no hands being laid. Uh, we're in this time of a pandemic. You can't touch nobody, but you can speak words. Words of life. Even in the midst of a training situation. Amen. You're training on a job and God can just allow how Amen. things can. He, God knows how to manipulate things to get in the midst of stuff. Amen. And you know what we're talking about church. But church going to come up out of you. Amen. <laughs> because if you're a child of God, it's going to come up in the midst. Glory to God. Oh, when I think of the goodness of God. But it's something about confession. Uh, confession. Yes, confession is good for the soul. Now, I know the Bible says confess your faults one to another that you might be healed. But God gives you wisdom on who to confess to. Amen. Yes, sir. It's sad. There are some who can't hold water. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. But with a true brother or sister in the faith. Now we talked about many years ago our church did, did just experience an anniversary as of the 7th of this month this ministry turned 23 years Amen. and we thank God and at some point later on in the year we will celebrate our 23rd church anniversary Amen. but in 23 years I remember in the beginning each of us had a what? A prayer partner. Amen. Amen. Thank God my original prayer partner is sitting on the second amen. row. Amen. And from then, thank God for Elder Donnie. We was on the wall together. There was a time we was preaching one to another. But that's all that was here. But thank God. There should be someone in this walk with you who you can share with in the Lord and it not be a fleshly thing where you feel in your flesh you got to go share with somebody else now thank God we, the Bible says we have an advocate with the Father we used to sing a song in the church tell it to Jesus and he won't tell nobody else yes we can go to Jesus. He is our advocate. He is the one who intercedes for us. But thank God, we should have someone down here that we can what? Touch and agree with. Amen. In prayer. 
over a thing. And when we are touching, we're talking about agree, agreement. When you are in agreement, you don't break that agreement. Amen. Because it's a serious thing. Amen. Especially with the contents of that agreement on what is being shared. There you go. It should never be about sharing whatever's been said. Amen. That person is hurting. Pray with them. And as you're praying with them, if you're really on the same page, as you're praying with them, the one who's being prayed for is praying for you because you put your own business on the back burner. So you're praying with them, trusting God will take care of what you need as you are in agreement praying for the next person. Amen. Amen. So there's an agreement going on. One, because there is open confession going on. And when you are in the midst of open confession, the old folks say, oh, confession is good for the soul. When you get it up, up off of you, you're wide open to receive what, Elder Donnie? A mighty deliverance. Yes. That's when God can come in and show up and show out. Because he will do a great and awesome thing in your life. Amen. Look at the scripture. If thou shalt confess with your mouth. So there's sometimes you got to open your mouth. Pastor Leslie says closed mouths don't get fed. Now there ought to be a time you need to close your mouth. Mouth almighty, tongue everlasting. Just running your mouth for no reason. Now Ecclesiastes chapter 3 said there's a time and a place for all things under the heavens. There's a time. Brother Gene, there's a time to laugh. Don't throw that talent away. Because he could convert you into a Christian. Comedian. Because laughter is like, the Bible says, laughter is like medicine. Somebody need to laugh. And that's the time to open your mouth. But confession, you've got to let it out. There's times you keep your mouth closed, things are bottled in, and they begin to eat away at you. Things can eat away at you, and it's not good for you. Amen? Amen. But it's good that you open up your mouth and confess to the Lord. Yes. Glory to God. Not any and everything, but be focused on what you are confessing. Amen. Was well, the usher said, This is my confession. And he confesses. I know these musicians know who that is. He's confessing about a woman. I'm a DJ. I know what I'm talking about. I'm upstairs on the radio. He's confessing about a woman 
He been over here. He been over there. And he in the midst of a whole bunch of stuff. Now he don't got. He don't got confused. He don't have no other choice but to open up his mouth. And confess. Because he's in a predicament. And so. We are in a predicament. That we need to confess with our mouth. One is because it's about your soul. If you really mean Jesus, if you really want to commit your life to the Lord and really be on the Lord's side, you want to make a commitment to the Lord, it's going to take an open mouth confession. Amen. And this this goes beyond what we was taught. If you want to be saved, just pray this little prayer with me. Come on now. Uh, yeah. And I'm not going to get in there talking about the sinner's prayer. Uh, no, you need to go on and open your mouth. Come on now. The formula is right here. Amen. If you believe the Bible, this is the Bible way. Amen. It's the Bible way or no way at all. Right. The Bible says, if thou, now, can't nobody get saved for you. You got to really get that out the window. Amen. Amen. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You can't open your mouth for me so I can get saved. Amen. You got to open up your mouth. Open up your mouth and confess Jesus Christ. Amen. You believe that God sent Jesus into this world. That he was born of the Virgin Mary. That he died. And that God raised him up. He died for my sins. Uh He died for your sins. It takes a mouth confession. You got to confess with your mouth that you believe. I can't go by grandmama's prayers. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Somebody's grandmother been gone a long time. Amen. And she prayed. And she lived righteous. She had to live for the Lord to make it in for herself. Amen. She left an example. And with that example, you take on that example. So you can get to right here to make an open mouth confession. For yourself. Amen. So you can make it in. I know that's right. And you know what it takes to beyond the open mouth confession now you open up your mouth and confess Jesus Amen. as Lord and Savior Amen. after that you got to live the life come on now sir and I know it is so live for the man you just confessed about Amen. and he said himself it wasn't going to be easy he sure did. Amen. but that's why you got to do what get on your knees that's almost a foreign thing for some people today. Amen. But I thank God for the custom of this house. Some may not even be aware of it, but the custom of this house. When you first come into this house, first thing in the morning, tell them, Elder Donnie, what do we do? We get on our knees. Glory to God. And that's not to speak about anybody else who come in after. Amen. Wouldn't hurt. But it's his house, not your house. Amen. Ah, Amen. If we we choose and we show 
true reverence for God's house, we would hit our knees every time we come in this house. Because it's about him. No matter what dirt you committed on the outside. And we've seen some folk who come in the house. I know someone, I ain't gonna call their name. Did everything outside. Everything outside. But I'm willing to tell you today, every time he came in the house of God, he hit his knees. He got on his knees. Some know who I'm talking about, but we're not here to call names. Because it's not for any of us to judge. Because as soon as you put your mouth on some to judge somebody, you got to give an account for everything that has come out of your mouth. The Bible says you've got to give an account for the, the deeds that are done in your body and your confession is part of the deeds that are done in your body. Matthew 7 and 1, judge not that you be not judged. talked about it earlier. Let the wheat and the tear grow together. In the end, he's going to do the separating. Love your neighbor as you would yourself. Love them. Love them in spite of how they treat you. Love them. Pastor Leslie said, you don't have to like them. Well, liking was never in the formula in the first place. Love your neighbor. Love your co-worker. Love your brother and your sister that treat you dirty. Just keep loving. Yes, sir. Yes, sister Bubbles. Because it's about pleasing God. Amen. We used to sing a song, I just want to please Jesus in all I say and do. I just want to please Jesus. How about you? I just want to hear him say, well done. Thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. And I'm going to make you ruler over many things. God wants to do a fresh and a new thing in your life. But it's going to take an open confession from you. Can nobody speak on your behalf? Because all the behalves have already been taken care of. Because he died on the cross. He died for you and he died for me. And by him dying on the cross, by him shedding his blood, he purchased our salvation, our healing, and our deliverance. He purchased the total package. And he said he would supply our every need. We have no need to go lacking. Because if you lack anything, he already said in his word, all you had to do was ask in faith. 
He'll give it to you. Now, this we it's common sense. We know there's some things you're gonna have to wait for. Amen. I know I got a lot of Amazon lovers out there. So, oh, they're gonna I got Amazon Prime. They're gonna give it to me the next day. Sometimes Amen. you're gonna have to wait a couple of days. Some of y'all out there waiting a couple of weeks. Amen. You can call customer service all you want. When you ask the Lord any good thing, Amen. sometimes we the Bible says you ask or miss. Some stuff you're asking for, you don't have no business with it in the first place. But if it's something you really need from the Lord when you ask in faith, in faith, he'll give it to you in his time. That's why the Bible says we've got to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. You lack, the Bible says if you lack patience, ask him. And he'll give it to you. Some folks are not asking for patience. They don't want Amen. patience. Amen. They want it. They want it now. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you want it now, but you ain't got no faith. Jesus. Anybody here know the Bible say? The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You don't want to hear the word. You don't want to study the word. So how are you going to get what you need? Or even get what you want. Because there's no word there. Oh, you judging. I'm not judging. You judge yourself. To be in opposition of. To know that you don't have it. Because you're in protection mode. Because you know whether you have the word. You don't have the word. You just may have just an ounce of the word. But get the word while it's in abundance. Amen. The Bible even speaks of it in your if you open your eyes, time is dwindling. Yes, it is. We talked about in, in, in the Bible study about there was a famine in the land. Mm -hmm. But after a while, there's going to be a spiritual famine in the land. Thank God we got the Bible. You got Bible apps up the wall. But after a while, that's going to be gone. Amen. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Write the word upon the tablets of your heart. Because it's the spirit of the Lord that will bring all things to your remembrance. But how is he going to bring it to your remembrance if you don't know it? Spirit got to draw on something to bring it back so that you can remember it. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God wants to do a new and a fresh thing in your life. Yes, Lord. Make up in your mind. I'm going to depart from what I used to do. Yes, Lord. He's given me a new chance. Yes, Lord. A new opportunity. Yes, Lord. To do a new thing. Yes, Lord. He said, I will do a new thing. Yes, Lord. 
Yes, he said, I am God and I change not. Yes. But upon his choosing, he's chosen to do a new thing. Yes, Lord. It's 2022. Yes, Lord. Allow him to do yes, a new thing yes, in you. Yes, Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Yes, Lord. The word of God 